What up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week, uh, in Adventures in Hunting, that's pretty much that's all we're going to talk about this week, because we recently had the London Toy Fair 2020, and they released a shahit ton of new pop figures. Yes, they so did. So we are going to go through... All of those, and then after that, we're going to get into our main event of the evening, which is going to be our breakdown of Doolittle. He seems so excited. Well, I'm super excited. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, with that, let's say we get started. Let's do it. Okay, getting into London Toy Fair 2020 for our adventures in hunting. Uh, we're just going to go down the list of figures, and we're going to have like a shit ton to share on Monday. Yeah. This is going to so, be a fun collage. Fun. <laughs> I will. At least they put them all in nice collages for me. That is true. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we are going... So if you guys have not seen these figures and want to, uh, Rose is going to make a post about all of them on our Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Uh, Twitter, you guys are going to have to figure your shit out. Uh, Screw Twitter. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hey, Twitter's cool. We actually get more responses on Twitter now than we do anywhere else. Okay, I like you now, Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I I just never, like gripped to twitter because i literally haven't changed my i've i haven't been on my twitter probably since high school and it's still a picture for me from 10th grade (laughs) so yeah yeah so we are going to yeah we'll we'll go through the list of these and we'll post a, a link on facebook at least uh so you can like see all these figures and like we'll we'll do a link to this post yes so you guys know what we're looking at so uh let's just get started oh i'm starting oh my uh, yeah you're the uh, pop guy I'm sorry <laughs> my bad okay so first up we got five uh cyberpunk pops coming out or cyberpunk 2077 um i absolutely know nothing about this game other than uh keanu reeves is a character in this yeah that's what i gathered that that's all i know <laughs> um yeah we know so much about this game are you one okay i swear this is the laziest exclusive when they do this the gamestop exclusive is literally the same as the common it's just glow in the dark yeah that's horseshit it's so lazy i don't know if that's the character you play as yeah, I don't know either. The girl looks cool, though. Yeah, the girl looks really cool. And then Keanu Reeves, of course, looks fantastic in pop form. Yeah. He just has, like, the robot arm. And then, like, the common is he's kind of, like, Tim Tebowing a little bit. Kneeling down. I've never heard of that phrasing, but okay. I mean, she, like... I've just heard of kneeling down. Not she, t- Tim Tebow? No. He's, like, the Christian football player that, like, kneels down before every game. Okay. And does like a 
prayer or something. Okay, that's, so it's kind of what he's doing. With uh, that. Okay, so that's awesome. Like that's really cool. But Caleb, you're talking to a guy that literally does not watch any sports. I don't watch sports either. The only sport that I understand 100 percent is Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> That is the only sport that I understand fully. Oh my gosh. Yeah, talk to me about football. Like, I was in T-ball. I still don't understand baseball worth a shit. All I know is that you have to hit the ball really far. <laughs> I wasn't in But hell, sports, I, wasn't even so. in, I wasn't even in, like, real baseball. I was in T-ball. <laughs> I do not have the coordination for baseball. Like, at all. Like... Neither do I. You know what I did once? So, okay. side. This is like sidestepping. So, I work at... I drive a dumpster for a living, right? Because he's trash. You're trash. (laughs) I drive a dumpster for a living. And so, I dumped this dumpster. And I found uh, a baseball. So, I was like, oh, cool. And it was like in pretty decent condition. So, I was like, whatever. I'll keep it. I threw it in my truck. A few weeks later, I dump another dumpster, and I found a, ba- a baseball bat, like a wooden one. So I'm like, freaking A. And <laughs> I was like, this is going to be awesome. So I thought I would hit the baseball across the oh goodness the field. So I threw it up, swung, and missed. And I was like, okay, well, that one was just like a bad throw. I did it like five more times. And then I took both of them and chucked them. And I was like, this is bullshit. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> relived your childhood at that point yeah i was like i can see why i didn't <laughs> pursue baseball as a living yeah i, I, I don't never, have the coordination <laughs> i never played any sports as a kid no football baseball basketball not soccer nothing yeah i think the only quote-unquote sport i was good at in school was like dodgeball i wasn't even good at that i wasn't good at throwing i was good at dodging but I think that's just because I'm really good at dodging a hit. Well, see, if you look at my size, yeah, I was not that good. <laughs> well, yeah, if you live in a family like mine with two brothers, you learn to avoid hits. <laughs> yeah. And I still I remember one time, like, and I think this is just because the ball hit me so hard that it just cemented it into my memory forever. <laughs> I went to, I was getting real cocky. I was the last person on my team, and I was dodging, and all, like, all of the the dodgeballs were on the other side. Yeah. And so they all stopped, and I was just, I got real cocky, and I was just like, what you guys going to do? And then one of the freaking big-ass kids <laughs> threw a dodgeball at my face so hard. <laughs> and, like, I jumped over, like, so they th- all threw one. And then it was, like, just the two balls left. Like, so one that this big kid was holding and then, like, another little kid. So the little kid, they threw theirs at the same time. So the little kid's ball, I I jumped over. Okay. And I felt like a freaking boss. So I jumped over it, like, spread my legs, jumped over it. And then while I was still in midair, I looked up and then (laughs) dodged ball straight to the freaking face. Ooh. Yeah, and I think that ball, like, pushed the memory <laughs> into my brain so I will never forget it. 
Did you have a bloody nose after or anything? Uh, no, but I was shook. <laughs> <laughs> How? Wait, what grade? Uh, I was a lot older than I needed to be. Uh, I think it was in ninth grade. Oh, okay. Did he apologize? Uh, no, because Absolutely. I was cocky. Oh. <laughs> uh. Dude, that so, was... <laughs> the lesson to be learned here is do not jump over another ball when a big-ass kid has another dodgeball. Speaking of getting hit in the face with balls. <laughs> You're gross. I, know. <laughs> I think it was in ninth grade. Uh, we were playing volleyball. And um, cause I, I always remember this. All of a sudden, uh, when, I, can't, I can't remember like what the score was. And I think... The other team was not that good playing next to us. So instead of hitting it, you know, of course, across the net, the one girl cuffs her hands and hits it to the side, hits me across the face, and my glasses go flying halfway across the gymnasium. (laughs) Yeah. Thankfully, no one stepped on them. But, yeah, that hurt like a bitch. (laughs) I mean, she apologized, but... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get that kind of nicety. <laughs> is it niceness? Niceness? No, nice. Nicety? Is nicety? that a word? I don't know. It is now. Yeah, I guess Caleb just made it up. All right, so that's all we got really for Cyberpunk, because I don't know anything about this game. Next up, Harry Potter. Well, I don't think the game's even come out yet. Yeah, I, th- I don't think so. <gasps> oh, shit, I didn't even see this one. Oh, I have to have this one. <laughs> uh <laughs> How about you talk about it before you flip out, Rose? So the first one we got uh, got is a Barnes & Noble exclusive, and it's Harry in his final battle uh, gear, clothes, whatever, from Harry Potter and the Death of Hallows Part 2. Is it Part 2? Yeah, that's Part 2. Okay. Because I recognize the brown jacket, and ooh, I have to have this one. Although they got the Converse wrong. They're black. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, th- I noticed this shit, okay? <laughs> They're completely black in the movie. Uh, and then next up, we got a uh, Funko Shop pop of Harry with, with him and his PJs holding the invisibility cloak over him. Which isn't invisible. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, this one's cool. Dumbledore holding baby Harry. Oh, That's so cute. cute. Okay, this okay. This is dumb. Then the next one is Harry holding the invisibility cloak in front of him. That's what I I don't understand this uh, either. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Neville Longbottom from I think this is from the Goblet of Fire. It looks like it. I don't know what he's holding. Yeah, I was gonna ask the same thing. He's holding something that we can't quite make out because the image isn't that clear. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is Gobbled of Fire. Okay. If not, it might be Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. I'm glad that Neville's finally getting some love in the pop form. Right. Uh, Next up, we got... I don't know what year this is from, uh, but we got Hermione in her Gryffindor robes holding her wand. Yo, this is the swish and flick moment. Oh, yeah. Because she has the little feather from the first Harry Potter. Oh, shit, I didn't even notice. I didn't notice that because of this thing. Like the copyright shit or something over the picture. No, that's what's holding the feather up. Oh, what the shit? Oh, (laughs) I'm retarded. Oh, my my gosh, I'm so stupid. It's nice to see that you're finally (laughs) accepting it. Shut up, asshole. (laughs) 
<laughs> Dick. I'm a uh, bitch. <laughs> uh, next up, okay, this one's really cool. It's Ron th- throwing up in the bucket after uh, Draco makes him eat slugs. It was no, Dra- he makes himself eat slugs. Oh, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Draco... Because his wand's broken. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, last but not least, we got Draco Malfoy with, um, what kind of spider was that? It was just some kind of big-ass spider. Uh, I don't remember what this is from, though. For a second, I thought you were going to say speeder, like Megamind. Oh, yes, the speeder. <laughs> no, I don't remember what this is from. I, I think this might be Prisoner of Azkaban. Because I... I think Lupin is the one that, like... Flicks it oh on yeah, I think you're right. In defense against the dark arts. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I guess we'll find out when they release this line. Uh, and then next up for Harry Potter, we got a ten-inch Voldemort coming out with Nagini wrapped around him. <sighs> and then we also got a ten-inch Dumbledore with Fox. Yes, with Fox. And I don't plan on getting either of these just because I think Funko's taking it a little overboard with the ten inch pops. But that's yeah, just they me. used to be something that was rare and exclusive, it was and now special, they're not. But, yeah, now they're not. <laughs> they used to be special. <laughs> uh, and then we got some pop keychains coming out, pocket pops. Uh-oh. Did I miss that one? No, we're not going over the pocket oh, we're not pops because pop- there's like a shit ton of them. Well, fine. We'll be here all freaking night. All right, fine. Skipping over those, we got a movie moment from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, where it is Harry versus Voldemort. Didn't we talk about this one? I don't think we did. No, not like, not talking about it now, like when it got released. Didn't we talk about this in one of our early episodes about when they started doing movie moments? No, well, yes, but I think we talked about the one of their face-off in Deathly Isles Part 2. No, because I remember talking about Goblet of Fire and them being like, how would they include, like, the Uh, ghosts of his parents? And this was when movie moments weren't. That's true. A thing. I feel, though, this movie scene is kind of inaccurate because basically throughout this whole fight, Harry has both hands on the wand. Well, he had one hand on his wand at one point. He just switches. I don't know. I think it would look cooler if he had to had his hands on both. You know what? How about you just be happy that they made one? Well, then... (laughs) Alright, after that, uh, moving on to uh, the Black Widow ones announced. Uh, We got Nat in, I don't know, a black leather jacket and black pants and boots holding I don't know what that is. Some sort of vial. Okay, that's what what this looks like. And then we got Nat in her white Black Widow uniform which looks freaking awesome and i don't know what those are, are those like nunchucks or something if like they pipes? are i think they're nunchucks i hope they're nunchucks because i would love for black widow to have nunchucks that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> uh next up we got taskmaster holding a sword and a shield pretty dope yeah and then still not a big fan of the mask but I, whatever yeah. uh next up we got oh and in that one he does have his hood up but in this one, this next one, he doesn't have his hood up, and he's pulling back an arrow with on his bow. Honestly, I wish he was hooded in this one. I agree. It looks it would, like shit. It does. It would look so much better if he had the hood on. I would actually so want to buy better. it. Uh, for Walmart exclusives. Oh, shit. You know what we could do? What? We could go and buy one of the ones where he has his hood on and just replace the heads. That's tr- 
teamwork. <laughs> uh, next up, we got two Walmart exclusives coming out, and I believe both of these are already up for pre-order, actually. Are these two packs, or are they No, it's individual? separate. Yeah, it's individual. Okay. Uh, we got Nat in her... I want, I'm want. i sure this is going to be her final Widow costume. I'd say, suit, yeah. Uh, holding two... Are those batons? Yeah, it's like her shock batons or okay. something. Badass. And then I feel this should have been the common Taskmaster... But it's just him with his claws raised up. Yeah, kind of. It kind of is, is giving me a Black Panther vibe. Yeah, same. I have a Black Panther. Yeah, it's up there by Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then next up, we got the Red Guardian holding his shield. This one looks awesome. Yeah, I want this. I do too. And then last but not least, we got Florence Pugh's character uh, holding a baton or a bow staff. That's a bow staff. Yeah. What's uh what's the other widow name? Widow's name. Like, remember when they're all sitting at the table? Oh shit. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm surprised they didn't give her a pop. It seems like she's gonna I'm be sure a main she player. will get one. Okay. Alright, moving on. Uh we got some new Star Wars pops coming out, uh, to celebrate the fortieth anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back. Uh we got Han Solo frozen in isn't it carbonite carbonite yeah, yeah. um i've i have been so excited for this one they, and they did not disappoint they did not that looks fantastic um we got darth vader's reveal uh it basically is his mask coming off yeah he's like in some weird chamber yeah it looks cool though it does look really cool uh next up we got I w- that's luke right yep writing a tauntaun yes okay you could have said something else. I I have no idea. I think it's a Tauntaun. Um, and then we got a two-pack coming out uh, that has Han and Leia. And this is right before he's about to be frozen in Carbonite. And they do the whole, she says, I love you. And he's like, I know. Yeah. That would make a good Valentine's Day gift for that, a Star Wars fan. That would. That really would. Um, And then we got, next one we got is Princess Leia and her... I don't know what kind of wardrobe that is. I think it, this is the one f- when she's on Endor. Well, they're like celebrating on. Oh wait, that's <gasps> that's Return the, of the Jedi. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen The Empire Strikes Back, so I don't know. It's a cool figure though. She's in just like normal clothes. At least people will actually see what we're talking about since we post pictures now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then last but not least, we got Luke with Yoda on his back. This one's really cool. That one's way cool. They did Uh, a great job. I'm not a big fan of the stand, though. I'm not either. So, Uh, like, on most Star Wars, they have, like, a a stand, and it says Star Wars on it. Yes. This one, it looks like... It's supposed to tie in with the environment that Luke's in when the scene happens, but I would have just preferred a black Star Wars base. Yeah, I think it would have worked a little bit better. Like if you wanted to do scenery, you could have done like a little, like a couple bushes on top. Yeah, but it, overall, it's just, it just looks. Eh. I mean, it makes sense for the the one where he's on the Tauntaun. Oh yeah, because that one's like all white, and, you know, snow and everything. So yeah, of course it makes sense. But, I don't know. Maybe we're just being picky. We probably are. <laughs> well, because the same thing could be saying with our next one, which is Yoda and his hut. And Yoda basically has the exact same base kind of as Luke, but he's sitting on a log now. Um, 
And it's like the whole same thing. Like it, the base is like tree-like, and Star Wars is written in green. I think I would have preferred, like, if they were going to do like the whole base like that, if they were to just make where it's Star Wars is. So make that and like the face where they put it, like the background of the face, black, and then like the normal white, and then just like the stand could have just been whatever. That yeah, that would have been better. So it's kind of like the Star Wars on the other ones is like is kind of like silver, yeah, and then has like a uh, the black background, mm-hmm. and then the, the one with the white, it's like that silver with the the white. Um, yeah, but this one it's like dark green on green. Yeah, and I think it would the silver would have looked better. I agree, definitely. All right, uh, next up, we got some X-Men pops coming out. Uh, we have... I actually don't know this character. Who, who is that? Oh, that's Rogue. Rogue, my bad. Uh, so we got a common of Rogue coming out, as well as a Hot Topic exclusive. Uh, in the common, she's just in like a fighting stance, but in the Hot Topic exclusive, she's flying. Pretty, Pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we also got Gambit coming out. Where the common is just common, and then the entertainment exclusive, entertainment Earth exclusive glows in the dark. I think the I'm pretty sure the the cards are going to glow in the dark. I mean, duh. I'm wondering if his eyes are going to glow. They better. That'd be cool. I think that would be the only thing worth getting this for. Yeah. I mean, it's if, a cool pop, but I'm not a huge Gambit fan. Yeah, I'm not either. I'd have to see the glow in the dark. Be, I don't want the common. I do want the, the Entertainment Earth exclusive, though. Yeah. Because it glows in the dark. But I want to see the glow first. <laughs> All right. And then Rogue, I'm like, eh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got some Batman pops coming out. We have, uh, this is just a reason why 10 inch are just going overboard. We have a 10 inch Dark Knight Joker pop. I don't see the need of this, but whatever. I mean, I love Heath Ledger, and I'd love to have that pop, but I don't really need him in 10-inch form. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, I do want to see this in person, though. I I do, too. Let's hope it's not exclusive. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got... (laughs) Things are just so great. Tommy Lee Jones's Two-Face. Love it. Yeah, I kind of want this one really badly. Um, and then we also got Jim Carrey's Riddler. <laughs> that one's so cool. <laughs> uh, Dude, I don't know why, but I love the Riddler. I like, like just, Two-Face like, as better. A, as a villain. Oh, as, as a, a villain. villain. Yeah, okay. as a villain, I like the Riddler for some reason. I don't know why. He's a good villain. I didn't like how Jim Carrey portrayed him. I didn't either. <laughs> but I do like the Riddler. <laughs> no, I think the Riddler is actually a really good Batman villain. Yeah. He's underrated, I feel. He doesn't get enough love. Right? Uh, next up, we I have I oh, I have to own this one. We have Danny DeVito's The Penguin. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> I have to have that one. You can't not like <sighs> These are like quintessential figures that you have to have. Right? Uh, then next up, we got Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. That's pretty Eh? It looks pretty good. I feel like that whip's going to get jacked up. Oh, yeah. You, I don't think you're going to be able to find one pop that's straight. There's yeah. no way. 
like I have a he- I had hell of a time finding uh the end game Hawkeye pop with a straight bowstring. That was a pain in the ass. Right. Uh, next up we got Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze. If any of them deserved a chase, it was this one, and the chase needed to be a glow in the dark. I I can agree with that. Uh, and then we got Jack Nicholson's Joker. And then that one will also have a chase to where his makeup is starting to fade away. It's coming off. So, very, very Which cool. Which doesn't make sense. It does. Like, no, think about this. So, you, how, how well versed in the 18, eight, or the 89 Batman are you? Not that much. When's the last time you saw it? Uh, it's been a couple years. Okay, well, there's a scene where he, where he's wearing that, but he goes through and he he's wiping it off like he has like skin colored, and he's going and wiping off the makeup and it when he's wiping it off it's revealing that it's white. Oh, like his it's like it, oh, yeah. it and this was like a technical masterpiece because they needed to figure out how are we going to make. Jack Nicholson wipe off makeup and reveal skin underneath it. Yeah. Or, and rev- like, how are we going to make him look normal? So, like, with normal looking skin, like, match the skin color and everything, have him wipe it off and have it be white. So, they had to, like, do, like, this crazy process by putting him in, like, multiple layers of makeup. So, it was, like, his normal skin. Then they had to do, like, a shit ton of white. And then they'd put the the other layer of skin color, and so when he wa- he was wiping it off, so I don't know how this works. It still looks cool though. It does look cool. It looks really cool. But I mean, I I, I'd like, rather have the common. <laughs> uh, I kind of want both, honestly. Um, this next one, I I don't understand. I don't it's, think anyone understands this it, one. It's it's Harley Quinn in a red dress with her like No, it's not even it's not a red dress. It's like a red nightgown. Oh yeah, a red nightgown, sorry. But she's like wearing her like classic like red and black uh hat, classic black mask and you know just white paint. It <laughs> I don't know what to say about this pop. It's odd. It's something. <laughs> it's something. That's an understatement. Yeah, this is what you ha- go on our Instagram and look at it and just it's let us know what you think. It's weird. <laughs> uh all right, moving on. Uh we got Deathstroke, right? Yeah. In a running pose. I'd say more actiony cuz it looks oh. like he's throwing a punch too. Oh, yeah, it does. Cool pop. Yeah. Will I get it? No. Yeah, they said that... I think someone was saying that this makes, like, a movie moment with one of the Robins. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we got some more uh, pops from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. These look so fantastic. I've never seen this movie, but these are fantastic. These look so great. I want them all, even though I haven't seen this movie. 
they're just so unique. I think that's that's just what makes them so great. Yeah, they're pretty cool, but I I, I don't know if I could stand having these in my room. <laughs> uh, next up, we got some American Psycho Pops. I forget. Can I just call him Christian Bale because that's who plays him? Yep. Okay. So we got Christian Bale with holding a knife, and he's in a very very nice suit. And that's going to be a hot topic exclusive. Uh, and then the common is him holding an axe with a I forget what they're called. It's kind of like a clear poncho. Clear. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Clear poncho over him. And then the chase is base. It's the exact same thing, but he has blood splattered over uh, the right eye. This has given me some, like, Michael Myers vibes. Really? At least in the face. Just because, like... Yeah, I'll give you that. The colors are, like, very muted. Yeah. This is, like, Michael Myers if he worked for the Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... I don't know anything about the craft. Do you know anything? I have no idea who the craft is. So, can we skip over these? Yep. Okay. Uh, next up, we got some Hobbs and Shaw pops. I'm actually surprised they didn't make these earlier. Right? Uh, we got Jason Statham's Hobbs, or Shaw, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Jason Statham's Deckard Shaw. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's Luke Hobbs. Um, I forget Idris Elba's character. <laughs> Black Superman? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then... Uh, Shaw's sister. I don't know her name. I've only Shaw. Seen... Shaw. There we go. <laughs> Mrs. Shaw or Sister Shaw. There we go. Sister yeah, Shaw. Mrs. Shaw. Uh, yeah. Just uh, right. No. Sister Shaw. There we go. Um, I still need to buy this movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, next up we got uh the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. Patrick kind of looks terrifying in these. In this one, at least. Patrick? You're throwing a fit about Patrick? What about Squidward? <laughs> yeah, Squidward does look terrifying. Okay, Have we so... ever seen that that squid smile in his life? <laughs> no. Um, so this is when they were kids, and they were at Camp Coral, I believe. Um, and so we got SpongeBob holding an oar with Gary on the top of his head. We got Squidward. Gary's and... nightmare fuel, dude. <laughs> Gary kind of is nightmare fuel. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Uh, and then we got Squidward wearing glasses and holding his flute. Clarinet. Clarinet, my bad. I suck. You should be ashamed of <laughs> I yourself. I should. I'm sorry. <sighs> What's wrong with me? And then we got Patrick with his wonderful one-tooth smile. Oh my gosh. With a shirt that doesn't fit. <laughs> That's classic Patrick. Holding a jellyfishing net. So... These are pretty cool, actually. I'm still excited for that movie. Uh, the next up, we got Onward. We got the... I don't know. Can I just say Tom Holland and Chris Pratt's characters? Yeah, okay. I don't... I feel like they've said their names before. Have, I don't know I what their names are. Yeah. Um, and then we got... Isn't that like Viola Davis's character? The the lion? Is it Viola Davis? I thought it was Octavia Spencer. Oh, yeah. I think it is Octavia Spencer. My bad. I Freaking nailed it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Killed it. She's the manticore. That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, and then the next one up is um, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland's dad. But it's, you know, like him in like, the disguise that they come up with since he's missing half of his body. Yeah. Dude, you would think in a magical realm that that would just kind of be accepted. Right? 
seriously though like no kidding like it's like okay half a body's walking around big deal that's that's cool you got unicorns eating trash i know right (laughs) yeah but half a body no that's that's weird yep yeah that does not fly in our society uh, next up, we got an Amazon exclusive, which is of Chris Pratt's character wearing a... I don't know what kind of helmet that is. It's kind of like a Viking-looking helmet. That's what it is. Thank you. And then he's wearing a green outfit with a cape. I don't know how to explain this one. I'm willing to bet that he works wherever the Manticore Ooh, is. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm putting my money on. Uh, next up, we got a, a unicorn, which, oh my gosh, this is one of the laziest chases I've seen in a while. Oh my god! So it's going to be a Hot Topic exclusive, and the difference between the common and the chase is the common has a purple horn, and the chase has a blue corn. Not blue. A blue corn? <laughs> a blue horn. It's like glittery. Ooh, that totally <laughs> makes it worth the money then. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was awful. <laughs> I know it was. Uh, next up, we got The Great Mouse Detective. I've never seen this movie. I haven't either. Okay, skipping. <laughs> <laughs> you can check them out on our Instagram and Facebook if you want to see them. Uh, next up, we got The Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Have you seen this either? No. Should we skip it? Skip it. All right, <laughs> skipping. I don't know anything about the Masters of the Universe. I know He-Man. Okay. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> this is all on you, bud. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. What is he even writing? Do you know? Uh, a battle cat? Okay, that's, uh, we'll go with that. I think. Sure, we'll go with that. So, the first one... So, I'm only going to talk about the ones I know. Okay. The first one is He-Man in his, like, normal outfit that you would imagine He-Man to be in. The give me the power! Yeah. Where he's in, like, the fur boots and, like, the... I don't even know what. Like, his underwear? <laughs> with, like, the... It's a Speedo. With the, <laughs> the braces across his chest and he's holding the sword... I forget what the sword's called. And then the other one is of He-Man, but he's like wearing pink. Like he's wearing a white like a a white V-neck shirt, a pink vest with some crazy shoulders. Yeah. And then like and some, the purple like dark purple boots, purple some- like leggings <laughs> and then like purple underwear underneath. And then the other one is him in his like normal outfit. Um, on the the battle cat, the one where he's you know like wearing the purple and everything. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's like some snake creature. Um, that one actually looks really cool. Yeah. So then there's like a eagle looking character girl. Eagle girl. There we go. Sure. Yeah. Just <laughs> call her that. And then some like space looking dude. <laughs> He kind of looks like something from the original Tron. Right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like like Tron with a blue face and y- yellow helmet. Yeah. You could have honestly put that as a Tron pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we got a 10-inch 10, 10 Super Size Skeletor. 
That actually looks cool. That looks way cool. And then there's like ah, balls. There's a couple more figures. There's a metallic version, Hot Topic exclusive, blue orc. <laughs> that looks like he has kind of like a grappling hook stick. Yeah. And then, oh, what's the what's the name of the uh, the little orange dude? The little video game character. Oh, Cubert. Cubert. And then we have like a red evil buff Cubert. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up, we got some Legend of Korra pops. Uh, so we got a Hot Topic exclusive, which will be. So I guess okay. So the common is her. Like I don't even know what the hell she's doing here. She's being the avatar. There we go. All right. Yeah. Duh. And then the glow in the dark <laughs> will be. I just ruined that. The chase will be that pop, but glow in the dark. And it's a hot topic exclusive. Yes. And then uh, the next one is her base. I feel like balancing all the elements. Yeah. That one's actually really cool. That one's way cool. And then I don't know any of the characters on the bottom. I don't know them by name. I'm awful with names. I've never seen The Legend of Korra. So. Okay, so... Yeah, so there's Korra. There's, like... She joins these two brothers. It's the older of the two. He's a firebender. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, the next one is, like, Korra's girlfriend in the show. Okay. And then the other one is someone that steals people's bending. That's a badass mask. Yeah, I think the dude's a bloodbender. That's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, right? A bloodbender. So those are the Legend Core ones. I, I don't know the name's worth a shit, so I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, next up is the a line that I have to have every single one of these. They are doing Wallace and Gromit. You know the people at Funko headquarters are just like, got him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got Wallace doing his classic uh, thing that he does when he sees cheese and he like puts his arms up and just, <clears throat> oh, I love this pop so much. <laughs> and then we got Sean the Sheep eating hay and wearing his classic sweater. And then we got just Grummet standing on all fours. He's not on two, which is kind of weird, but <laughs> they better make one where he's on two. Just saying. Oh, can they please do an exclusive where he's knitting? <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, the next line we got is dinosaurs. Have you ever seen dinosaurs? Nope. Okay, moving on. Skip. <laughs> Star Trek Discovery. Don't watch it. Skip. <laughs> Murder, She Wrote. I haven't seen. It's a cool pop. It is really cool. But Skip. Skip. <laughs> uh, creep show. I think we should at least talk about how cool these pops look. Okay. So we got we got a purple genie. It seems coming out of a box, and he's got dreads. <laughs> Freaking mint. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then we got a creep show. I'm assuming reading his own material. Breaking the fourth wall there a bit. <laughs> yep. And then we got a creep show scarecrow. I would assume that's a scarecrow, right? I'm assuming so. Okay. Cool pops. I, I actually really I actually would buy the one where he's actually reading his own material. <laughs> that's just funny. He looks like a white dementor. He does. That's a good point, he does. Uh and then next up we got a James Brown pop coming out. That looks pretty cool. 
Uh, we got some Aerosmith pops coming out. Um, I don't know the names. You know, I know Steven Tyler, and I want to say something Perry. I don't know. <laughs> At least I'm you got, awful with names. You got one. That's more than me. Uh, and then we got Weezer. We got one pop from Weezer coming out. I'm a. I don't know the names of the people from Weezer. Good band, but I'm assuming it's the main guy. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I don't. What band is this, or who are these people? Altinepa. Oh wait, I found the name. His name is oh Rivers, Salt and Peppa Rivers Kilmo. Rivers Kilmo. Okay. K- no Kilmo. Oh Kilmo. Like C U O M O. Oh Kilmo. Oh okay, I got it now. Uh, and then after that, we got some Salt and Peppa pops coming out. Took me a minute to understand what they were trying to do with that logo. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never listened to them. So I don't know anything about them, but cool pops. Um, do you know anything from Ghost? I think that's Ghost, right? Sure, it's pretty cool, and it's a hot topic exclusive. <laughs> uh, got a little Wayne pop coming out. That one's actually pretty cool. Uh, we got a Willie Nelson. I think you said you need this one. Oh, I freaking love Willie Nelson, dude. That it, that looks great. Yeah, it does. He even got freaking oh shit! What's his guitar's name? I think it's Dollar. Dollar? Not Dollar. A Dollar? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Shit! I think it might be Dollar. Ah, I love (laughs) Willie Nelson, and I love his guitar too. Not enough to know his guitar's name though. Uh, and then we got some Motorhead pops coming out. I don't know any of the characters from Motorhead, so or any of the people from Motorhead. So, do you? Nope. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we Trigger. Got... That's the name of Tr- William Nelson's Trigger. guitar. Okay. Uh, we got some Slipknot pops coming out. These look badass. I have never listened to Slipknot. I think I've listened to like maybe one song, but these pops look fantastic, especially the one with the guy having his hood up. Ooh, that'd be like, that'd be like an awesome, like, purge custom. Right? That'll make perfect purge custom. Uh, Slayer got three pops coming out from that line. I don't know anything about Slayer. Neither do I. Uh, got some ZZ Top pops coming out. What do you think of those? Love them. Those, yeah, those do look great. How many band, is there only three band members? I think so. Okay, so we got all three. Yep. If there is. Uh, Shania. Shania. Shania, my bad. I don't know if that's Shania Twain. Oh, I would have... I don't know. I mean, she's just like giving talk to the hand, bitch. Talk to the hand. (laughs) Ain't Britney. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, got an Easy E pop coming out. I actually do want this. I I don't know who Easy E is. So, I mean, have you heard of, um, NWA? Nope. So he's one of the founding members of that that musical. It, it was like the rap group that literally changed. It changed a generation. Okay, and there I'll take he's, word on it. And it's from a well. He's from a you know that movie bi- music biopic they made straight out of Compton. The one I didn't watch. Yeah. Yep. So Yeah. He's he's in there, and the guy that plays him is amazing. But yeah, I re- I actually really want this easy pop. It looks fantastic. Um, we got some football. Or, yeah, football, yeah, right? 
Can I say football or should I say soccer? Uh, sure. Okay. Some football or soccer pops. Uh, and then that's it. But I don't know any of these people, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> We're freaking nailing this. We are. So that concludes the London Toy Fair reveals. <sighs> yeah, the only one I really <laughs> want out of this is uh, Willie Nelson. I want the Wallace and Gromit ones and the Easy E one. Those are the <laughs> ones that I want the most. <laughs> but basically, Wallace and Gromit. Gromit, I have to have all those. Yeah. So those are all the London Toy Fair. There have been others that have been released this week, but we're going to get into that next next week. week. Yeah. So though all of those will be releasing throughout the year 2020. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So <laughs> with that long ass intro or long new ass segment, yeah. It- that's, that's probably like the longest adventures in hunting we've ever... Well, maybe, actually, I don't know how long we took with Toy Fair last year. Probably about the same amount of yeah. time. So, yeah. So, with that, let's get into our main event. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Okay, for this week's main event, we are going to be breaking down Doolittle. But first, we got a couple uh, messages from our bros. I forgot what I was going to say. You stuttered. Shut up. You stuttered a lot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, fine. Yeah, so we got a couple messages from our bros. I posted a question of the week and asked, if you voiced an animal, what animal would that be? And so, just going with our personal responses, Rose, what um, animal would you be the voice of? If I, I probably want to be the voice of a cat. But what animal do you think you'd really be? Considering I'm like a scare, I don't know. Like, what's an animal that's like gets scared easily, or you know, like like a possum? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go with a possum. I'd be the voice of a possum. <laughs> that actually worked perfectly from over the hedge, the the dad possum and that. Yeah, that works out perfectly. Yeah. I Possum. So when I posted this question of the week, I went to Priel and I was just like, yeah, I think I would voice a dog. But if I'm being honest with myself, <laughs> and I think that's just the theme. Yeah. I was like, I want to voice like a dog or a wolf. But if I'm being honest, I think I would voice like a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, I'm just, actually, I think I'd voice like a fly. Because I'm just like, I like being the fly on the wall. The one that just kind of like watches. And I hate being like having attention on me. And you know how, like, flies get yeah. when you go to, like, murder them? Yeah. It's like they don't want to be killed or something. Freaking weird. I see you more as a duck. A duck? <laughs> I Why just a do. duck? I don't know. Because you don't shut up. Kidding. Whoa! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't try to be my friend. <laughs> Okay, so we got one response from Twitter. Uh, from the any podcast at n e pod will do so like the letter n and then a e <laughs> pod will do play ons 
Love them. Yeah, so have you looked on our Twitter yet? Or is this response, like, new to you? This response is new to me. Oh, freaking A. So. You love said, saying that now. I know. I need to stop, dude. I, I've started saying dope a lot more. I've started I saying can... that blows a lot. I, and like, I'm, I say I'm okay freaking with freaking A. I don't know how I feel about dope. Maybe, like, get rid of that. I need to, right? <laughs> anyway. So, any pod. Any. Words. I'm struggling. Any podcast or any pod will do on Twitter said, as much as I would want to be a wolf, it would probably end up being a turtle like in Nemo or a koala. Because, you know, Ooh. I stay high and have chlamydia. That might be the best response we've ever had. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking okay. love it. That was, like, bravo to you, sir. That was fantastic. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to, like, clip out a lot of our laughing. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. So, yeah. Thank you to at any pod will do for answering our question of the week. Uh, we will have a new one for you. I don't know. Whenever we get to it, find it on our social 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 media. Yes. All right. So getting into the breakdown. So we are going to be breaking down Doolittle. And if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split the movie into eight different categories. Uh, we have it split into story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it an overall genre grade, which is more just like a personal score. So, with that, the story. There's a problem with the story. There's a few problems with the story. Well, no, I meant like actually where we usually get the story from, and I couldn't find it anywhere else. Wikipedia only has that much. It doesn't. Tell the whole story. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, this puts a damper on things. Does it, though? <laughs> so we'll have to come up with our own description. Because we, we... Like, our own synopsis of it. Yeah. So. Focuses on Dr. Doolittle himself. He does some shit. And then he's called by the Queen of England to go get something that will cure her sickness. He has some troubles getting it, but he gets it and he gives it to her. And then he's back in business. The end. <laughs> you are the worst. I know I am. Just because you hated this movie doesn't mean you get a shit <laughs> on our breakdown system. I have every right to do that. Oh, freaking fight me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear your plot synopsis of this movie. Okay, so the movie opens up with a... <laughs> I hate you. So the movie opens up giving like a brief-ish background story on Doolittle, or Dr. Doolittle. So he is someone that takes care of animals, and he has been known f to, to talk to them, communicate with them, and... He ends up meeting this girl. They go on all these adventures. 
Uh, she ends up going on an adventure on her own, which doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, there, she goes to this place and dies. But Polly the parrot brings her wedding ring back. Yeah, which is dumb. Okay, so I was thinking of this watching the movie. Can you imagine if, you know, like, if he wasn't able to understand animals and the parrot just brings the ring back and he's just, like, thinking, oh, shit, she's divorcing me. She's starting a new life. Shit. (laughs) Oh, no, this is so much worse. (laughs) No, but she ends up dying. He goes into, like, a depression forever. And then it cuts to the quote-unquote modern day, and we find this kid that's weird because he doesn't want to kill animals. He accidentally shoots a squirrel, puts it in his bag, and tries to take it to Doolittle to kind of take care of. So he goes there and meets Dr. Doolittle, and this other little girl comes and is just like hey i have a message from the queen and she's threatening to basically like foreclose the home and the home goes back to the bank if the queen dies and doolittle's just like "Ah." and to try damn it yeah so he has to set out on an adventure to find the cure for nightshade which apparently kills her on the eclipse for some reason dude there's a lot of this movie i'm just like what the hell yeah right so they go on this adventure. This kid follows along, trying to become the apprentice of Doolittle, and he somehow has a, a knack for learning how animals talk. Yeah. Okay. That just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So they have this book that they need to find this map to this place, but it's only in his wife's journal, which is kept on her home island where her dad keeps it protected. And so they go to this island, try to steal the book. Doesn't end up working. And then someone else steals the book. This Okay, this is falling apart. I think you're actually doing pretty good. Okay, I'm ho- I hope this makes sense to all of you. <laughs> so, yeah, her dad, which she looked white as shit. And she's... Yes. And her father is Antonio Banderas. One of the only good parts of this movie. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel... I don't, I don't... I forget the guy that plays the villain in this. He's actually my favorite part of this movie. Because at least he... Isn't it tr- Michael Sheen? I think it is Michael Sheen. At least he tried. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what kind of movie he was in. Yeah. I always confuse Michael Sheen with... Like the other Michael Sheen? Like the older Mark- Michael Sheen? No. Uh, him with the guy from This Is The End. Which one? Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of main guys. He's in also this. in Star Trek. That doesn't help me. Gosh damn it. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, oh. Uh, the World's End. You said This Is The End. But you meant The World's End, Simon Pegg? Yeah. I always confuse him with my with Simon Pegg. Oh. Cuz I said th- this is the end. So I'm like that that's the movie with like Seth Rogen and you know like all those you're, yeah you okay. like you said the world's end. Is he not in that? No, he no, he's in the world's end. He's just not in this is the end. Okay. Whatever. Get your movie straight, Caleb. No, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. 
you are actually good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So I always confuse Simon Pegg with Michael Sheen, and like I kind of get them mixed up. Like I was thinking Simon Pegg throughout the entire movie. I don't understand how, but that's just me. I Sorry. think it's just the look I don't on the see, face. I don't see them looking alike, but that's just me. I know. I don't know why. I no, don't. I, I don't know why I, I messed them up so much. It's fine. Um. Yeah, so Michael Sheen plays the bad guy. He is poisoning the queen with nightshade. Well, no, the uh, I forget his the name. Duke. Yeah, he is poisoning the. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not. They're on the helping. same. Yeah, they're <laughs> on the same team. Yeah, so technically, they're all poisoning the queen. Going back on, uh, sorry, I'm just gonna point out Hux's plan that he's just like, I just need Kylo Ren to lose. You're both fighting for the same damn side. Oh my gosh. Yeah, freaking horseshit. Sorry. So, he ends up get getting the journal. Michael Sheen's character ends up getting the journal and finds his way to this island. And Doolittle and them find their way somehow magically to this island that isn't can't be found on maps. Was there ever an explanation of No, there they- wasn't. No. Antonio's, Antonio Banderas gives them a ship and they're just there. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Um, there, they are looking for the the Eden fruit. I'm glad you remembered what it was called because I didn't. Yeah, I think it's called the Eden Fruit, I which is protected right. by a dragon. Yeah. D- okay. This just. P- uh, uh, oh, that, that's not even the the best part. It is guarded by a dragon with battle issues. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why do we have to have dragons in this world? It seemed somewhat realistic until that. Yep. Dude, once he said like he was like when they were in the. Or Michael Sheen was in his on his ship, and he was reading through all of Doolittle's old work and being like, "Look, look at this." He even theorizes the existence of dragons. I'm like, "We're going to see a dragon." <laughs> <laughs> my like, my I t- reaction I turned, was, "You got to be shitting me." Yeah, I, I lean over to Braille and I'm like, "We're going to see a dragon by the end of this." Bet you. You know what I feel really bad for? You and Braille played full price for this movie. Yeah, we did. I only paid five She bucks. ended up enjoying it. Oh, she did? Okay. Yeah. At least someone enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they go find the Eden tree and whatnot, and the dragon's all pissed off because it has bowel issues, and so Doolittle's just like, here, I'll fix it for you, and, some, for, and for whatever reason, shoves his hand up this dragon's asshole and pulls out a shit ton of armor and bagpipes... <laughs> Yeah. And then releases a fart from hell. <laughs> I did not laugh at that. I'm just laughing at the way that Caleb explains it. I had the most serious face when I was watching that. I'm like, okay. <sighs> the worst jokes or the worst potty humor are in this movie. Yeah. Like, I'll give the movie this. It had some dark humor, which was pretty funny. It did. But that was the only funny part. Yeah. So. Eh. And then they end up getting the the Eden tree, go back to the queen, give her the fruit. And for whatever reason, the guards start attacking them because the Duke is just like, stop them. Yeah. He's just like, here, I have, like, he comes in, announces that he has a fruit to save the queen. And then the Duke's just like, get him. And no one stops to be like, wait, he just said, yeah, queen saving fruit. Yeah. Maybe he's actually telling the truth. I'm just throwing that out there yeah and then they take a stick bugs word on the oh duke oh my gosh 
Yeah, on the Duke freaking poisoning the Queen with Nightshade. And the dipshit had the great idea to keep the vial in his freaking coat. He had a wardrobe change. Yeah. If you're trying to kill someone, you get rid of everything. You clean up everything. He he brought that upon himself. He's such a dumbass. Yeah, I'm like, you kind of were asking to get caught. You really were. But because this is a family movie, we did not get to see his head get chopped off. Damn it. At least I would have enjoyed something about this movie. Yeah. Then the queen is like magically healed with this Eden fruit juice. Is it me or did the queens kind of sound really snooty after she, she was got bitchy? Saved? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I just saved your life, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, you're majestic, bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's like straight up like mean. She's like, uh, why are you all looking at me? Go, get out of here. I'm okay. Just, I'm like, oh, well. sure. Not like you were been dying for the past couple weeks. <laughs> Excuse Frank. the hell out of us for being by your side. You know, when you are, when you're on your deathbed again, don't call us. Screw you. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine? Like one of the guards, like walking and being like, "Freaking f this job." <laughs> but yeah, so she goes and like, yeah, she comes back to life magically, and then Doolittle opens up his house again to the public for people to take care of animals. Yeah. In the end. Yep. And then they had some like odd side stories going on. With the squirrel vo- voiced by Craig Robinson. And, like, him, like, narrating How him he- following this attempted murder. I'm yeah. like, this joke went on too long. It really did. The only, like, the, the only other joke that he made that made me laugh was when the dragon was farting and he's like, Ah, oh, my mouth was open. That didn't make me laugh. Yeah. No, I mean, I can understand why that made you laugh. It can yeah. somewhat be funny. In a better context. Yeah. I was also really tired. <laughs> Dude. Okay, yeah. Speaking of tired, um, this was the first movie in a long time. I dozed off a couple times. <laughs> uh, for a few minutes, yeah. I, I went, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So just get into it freaking story what are we what are we thinking 47 47 <laughs> jeez <laughs> it's not that higher uh, it it does fall apart like a lot it just kind of like skips over some shit it like you can tell there was so much production dilemmas with this movie and it shows bad yeah, it does. This movie was pushed back way pushed back way too many times. Yeah, it was. It's kind of one of those movies that you're just like you're watching and then if you if you turn wrong and look back, you can miss like they're like, "Oh, like that's something I I didn't even remember like them getting to the island." Yeah, it like I was just like I was I was sitting there. They were looking at these maps. I turn to Brielle and like start talking to her for like a like, just to make a little comment. Turn back and they're at the island. I was like, oh shit! Like time travel? Like what did I miss? And they do that a lot. 
It's just kind of like, skip, skip, yeah. skip. There's way too many plot conveniences here. Way too many. <sighs> yeah. I don't even know if I want to go fresh on this story. I Like, I will give you 60. Really? That's a lot higher than I was going to give it. Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> no, let's hear your score. I'm I'm thinking, like, I'm not quite at 50. Okay. Because, like, I think 50 is, like, half of it worked, half of it didn't. Okay. I think over half of it didn't work. Yes. So, I'm not quite at 45 either. So, I'm, like, sitting 47. So, I was right. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I love like, it. Like, after some thought, I'm just like... Yeah, the story just falls apart. It's like it's like sand. You pick it up and it just kind of crumbles. Yeah, th- like slides through your fingers and you're just like, it's kind of like holding. Like seriously, it's like scooping sand with the, like a handful and then just throwing it. And be like, here's your story. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent way to put it. Yeah, yeah, forty-seven. All right, next up, writing. Not really any better. I, th- I say it's a little bit better. Like some of the jokes okay. were pretty good. Okay. Like they yes, they were darker. One of Brielle's favorite jokes was when the ostrich and the polar bear are talking to each other and the polar bear is just like, Yeah, my dad went out to go get some seals and never came back. Okay, that and then was the, funny. No, and then the ostrich was just like, Yeah, my dad used to tell me I would have been better off as an omelet. <laughs> Okay, I'll give that. That was actually kind of funny. Which is like the human equivalent to something my dad has said to me. <laughs> not in seriousness. I'll so just so everyone, no, just so everyone's aware. Not in seriousness. My dad I, loves I me. I promise. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he he says I should have rubbed you out in the shower. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the, the that's the equivalent. The I feel the to the ostrich the being like, yeah, my my dad says I, sh- I would have been better off as an omelet. <laughs> that's freaking amazing, dude! <laughs> right? <laughs> Whew, okay, I'm good. Yeah, so I I appreciated some of the darker humor. The squirrel was funny. I found him annoying. The entire time? Yeah. Mm. And it's not Craig Robinson's fault, I don't think, because I think actually Craig Robinson is a really good actor. It's the I think he can be. There's there's stuff I've seen there's a lot of stuff I've seen him in where he's just the annoying one. He's really good in the office. I haven't seen much of him in the office. Yeah, he's not really in that a lot. In that a lot. <laughs> I've he's because I'm on season four right now, so he's definitely in it a lot more now. I feel. Um, but I mean, yeah, okay, you got a point because like in this is the end. He kind of was probably like my least favorite of the main guys. You got a point. He can yeah. just be kind of annoying. Yeah, he like his the squirrel. Was kind of like so. I thought the joke was funny when he's when he did like the revenge thing, where he's like sat up and he's like revenge. Like I thought that was funny. Yeah, it didn't make me like laugh super hard, but it made me chuckle. Then when he's talking about 
like going on this thing this quest with like the squirrel killer and everything i thought that was kind of funny once it got to them being on the ship and he was still talking about it i'm like are we seriously still on this Done now? like you got either- shot get over it <laughs> see either try to kill him or move on those are your two options yeah he didn't try to do shit yeah what the hell like he could have at least tried to set up traps or something yeah i would have actually probably laughed at that if he would have actually tried to kill him. No, but he's just, like, sitting there bitching. <laughs> he's all big talk. That's all that squirrel is. Yeah. He's all talk. So, I... I don't know how I feel about is Is it the writing. 60 or above, or is it in the 50s? It's, uh, it's still in the 50s. Okay. For me. Um, maybe, like, the higher 50s. Like, Just because, like, some of the dark humor was was pretty good. Okay. And some of, like, the dialogue that Robert Downey had was really good. I hated his accent. The accent wasn't great. I would have preferred for him to just talk regular. But we'll get into or that. Or British accent. Yeah. Obviously. Actually, this gave me a ton of, like, Sherlock Holmes vibes. See, I've actually never seen Sherlock Holmes. So. He kind of has, like, the same accent. I'll have to play a clip of him talking for okay. you when we're done. But yeah, it's uh, I'm like high fifties. Fifty seven. Yeah, fifty seven's fair. All right. All right. Next up, we got acting. Okay, so who do we want to grade with this? So for one, Robert Downey. Okay. And then, do we want to kind of just bl- do we want to grade the main animals that actually went with him on the voyage? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna pull those up really quickly. Okay, so should we start with RDJ? Yes. Okay. So, what did you think? I I thought he was really good. I think he tried his best to make this movie good. Yeah, I think he did too. This was not by any means his best performance. No. And I feel really bad that this is the movie that followed for him Avengers Endgame. I know! That's so sad. <laughs> Same thing with Tom Holland, actually. His first movie of the decade, too. Yeah. At least Tom Holland can say he just voiced a character. RDJ was there there in person. Yeah. Uh, so I would actually put this maybe a couple points below what I would give his Sherlock Holmes performance, which is about a 70. Okay. So I would give it maybe him maybe like a 68. I can give you that. Yeah, because he... He was easily the best part of this movie. Oh, it's absolutely. just the accent was odd and just I don't know, it was just there was just things that were off. Yeah, no, I agree. And it like with his like I I couldn't really buy him interacting with these animals. Yeah. I I can agree. And that's nothing on him. I feel like that's everything to do with writing, but it affected his performance. Mm-hmm. So for that, I have to give him like a sixty-eight. That's that's completely fair. Um. Okay. So next up, we have Emma Thompson, who played a um. Polly. It said Polynesia. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Threw me off from it. But she played Polly. Right. I think she was pretty good she was her voice acting is pretty spot on Mm -hmm. i agree um some of her delivery was a little clunky at times a little bit but not too bad 
I'd actually say it's, it's above Robert Downey. I actually agree. And like, I, like I, I have to give, I'm giving bonus points for voice acting. Voice acting, I. That's the only thing that's saved part. to this movie. The voice acting? Yeah. Yeah. The. So I'm giving bonus points for the voice acting because I know voice acting can be very difficult. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Emma Thompson freaking nailed it. Yeah. So I would dare say 70? Is that 75? I, I can give you that. 75? Yeah. I did really like her. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Rami Malik, who played Chi-Chi. I honestly actually didn't even know this was him. I know. I didn't either. Yeah. I was just like, I know Rami Malik voices someone in this movie. <laughs> I don't know who. Uh, I have I I felt the same way with another character. And after I saw who played him, I'm like, how did I not know that was him? But, yeah. But we'll get yeah. him. So... I didn't like his performance. I didn't either. I honestly would have preferred if he talked in his regular voice. Yeah. Like, it would sound a lot. It he kind of has. A lot does cooler. he have like a normal like American accent, or does he have like kind of a, like a Egyptian sound? Kind of like voice? an Egyptian kind of voice. So, like, would you say that he talks like he how he does in like Night at the Museum? I think so. Is that his like natural speaking voice? I'm pretty voice? sure it is. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I would have much preferred that. It would have worked so much better. I think it would have too. So he's he's low. He's me. he's fairly low. Is he lower than Robert Downey? Yes. Okay. Sixty-three. I can do sixty-three. All right, sixty-three. Is. Sadly. <laughs> Because we gave this man a hundred in Bohemian Rhapsody. Hey, some people have good performances. Sometimes they have bad. Yeah. Um. Was Dab Dab in? Did she come on the voyage? The duck. She was on the voyage. Okay. Um. I didn't hear her talk all that often. So should we grade her? No. Okay. But she was played by Octavia Spencer. I think mm-hmm. she did a good job. Um. What about uh the tiger Barry? Played by Ralph Fiennes. I really don't want to. I'm okay with that. Let's move on. <laughs> that was like the most, the saddest part to me was how pathetic that was the, so, the tiger was. That was so dumb. He was a tiger with mommy issues. Yeah. And then he comes and gets his ass whooped by a gorilla, which, pretty badass. Yeah. But he gets kicked in the nuts and calls him his oh my. berry berries. <laughs> When Polly was shitting te- me. when Polly was telling Chi Chi where to hit him, like no, you got to be kidding me! Don't go for the old. Oh, oh, You're n- not going to finish this with a nut shot. You did. and they sure as hell did. They did. Yep. Uh, do we want to talk about Plimpton, played by Kumal Nanjiani? Yes. Okay. I think he was in it enough. Okay. So that was the ostrich. Yeah. I liked him. I I like Kumal Niaji a lot. I did not like this character. Dude, you're destroying his voice. It's Kumel Nanjiani. Kumel Nanjiani. Did that I get it? Right? Okay, maybe from that now. That wasn't even what I said. <laughs> okay, just call from him Kumel. 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 Okay. Yeah, I did not like this character really. And it, really? I, yeah. Why not? I don't know. I just didn't. I found him annoying. Really, I really. you're supposed to be. Well, I found him annoying in the wrong way. Oh. Yeah. 
I really liked him. Oh. I thought his voice fit pretty pretty well with like an ostrich. I'll give you that. All right, like, what, I mean, what are you sitting at? I'm sitting above Robert Downey. Maybe not much. Maybe like 72? I can give you that. You look hesitant. Can you can you give me a 71? I can give you a 71. Okay. Yeah, I I thought he was he was decent. <laughs> uh the giraffe wasn't in it a lot, was she? No. Okay. So wasn't that voiced by Selena Gomez? Yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't either. I thought it was voiced by a dude. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so this was actually my favorite animal of the movie, and so he's actually pretty high for me. John Cena, who voiced Yoshi. Ah, uh, he was really good. Yeah, right? <laughs> he he was my favorite. Uh, like, I he's actually higher than RDJ for me. Is he higher than Emma Thompson? If not the same, actually. I could do the same yeah? for them easily. Okay, yeah. I really like John Cena. He and he's was kind of the shocker for me. Yeah. Like I did not expect to like his voice so much. But he did a great job. Yeah. Surprisingly. Um France okay. Jinko who soars? I don't know who that was. I, Doesn't I say the know. animal. Uh was the fox in it a lot? I think No. Okay. Uh, what do we want to grade? Uh, Tom Holland's Jip. No. Okay. Wow. I say the only other one we sh- we could do is maybe Antonio Banderas. Yeah, that's he was really in it. Oh, uh, you don't want to do Craig amount? Robinson? Okay, let's do Craig Robinson and Antonio. Okay, sounds good. So he played Fleming. Okay, they totally lied. It says he's a mouse, but he was a squirrel. <laughs> was his name still Fleming? I don't know. Oh. I didn't even know he got a name. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, so Craig Robinson. I found him annoying, so it's low for me. Okay, did, did you just find his character annoying or his performance annoying? His performance a little bit too. Okay. I think he, the squirrel was supposed to be annoying. So I kind of will, I'm giving Craig points for that. Okay. But I will agree, he was, his performance just kind of got on my nerves a little bit. So, I'm willing to dock points for that. So, where are you at? What's the lowest one we've given so far? Uh, 63. And that was for Rami Malek? Yeah. I'd probably give Craig Robinson, because I actually, I I liked Rami Malek's performance better than Craig Robinson's. So, I'm at like a 61. 61? Yeah. Shit, I was sitting at like a 65. You want me at the middle and give him a 63? Yeah, I want me in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last but not least, Antonio Banderas. He was actually one of the better parts of this, too. He really was. Absolutely. His acting was a tad intense. Just a little bit. Like it's kind of like you're bringing you're bringing your A game to like a C movie. Yeah, I felt that way with uh, Martin Sheen though too. Yeah, yeah. 
At least he tries. Oh shit! Should we do Martin Sheen? Yeah, I think we should too. Okay, he's actually pretty high. Yeah. Okay, so Antonio Banderas first. I mean, you could tell he was having somewhat fun here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. Do you think? He's like, higher? I actually bought his performance. I did too. Is he higher than RDJ? I think he is. Yeah, I'd have to agree. What did RDJ get? RDJ got a sixty-eight. 72? Yeah. I don't think he was quite as high as, like, John Cena and Emma Thompson. No. So, what'd you say, 72? Yeah. So, yeah, 72 is fair. Perfect. And then last but not least, we have, I almost said Charlie Sheen. <laughs> okay. So, Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen. He was really good. He was he might have given the best performance. I honestly think he did. Yeah, he's higher than Emma Thompson and John Cena. Yeah. 77? I was thinking like 79, so 78? Yeah, I think it'd be 78. Okay. Oh, what's the kid's name? We should grade him. Do we really want to? No, but because he's going to ruin the average. <laughs> Because, yeah, he's pretty low. Uh, who the hell is this kid? He doesn't even pop up on the main actors list. Serious? Uh, yeah, give me a minute. I got to go to IMDb. All right, where the hell are you, kid? Well, hell, if IMDb doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah, is this him? Paul? No, that's not. Yeah, dude, I can't find him. Serious? Yeah. Okay, so we'll just call him unknown, unknown child. Yeah. So what would you give him? Because I didn't like his performance at all. I didn't either. Uh, it's pretty low. He is actually the lowest for me. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I'll give you that. How low are you thinking? So the lowest, the lowest we gave, the lowest we gave is sixty three. I'm willing to go down to, like... 55? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, 55. <laughs> okay. So, that puts the acting grade at a 68.8. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. And that's, like, the only saving grace of this movie, so... Uh. I don't know. I guess we'll right. find out. Next up, we got character development, which I think we should follow the story of Doolittle. Do- yeah. So Doolittle starts off in like a happy place with like his wife and whatever doing the adventures. But the first time we officially see him, he's in a, like a darker place, kind of like isolated himself from the world. Not really, like, using his gifts for anything other than taking care of the animals that are already on his land. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really show him, like, accepting his wife, like, his wife's fate or anything. No. It just kind of just shows him, like, from lack of a better term, just dealing with it. Like, there's, there's a difference between, like... Handling it and just dealing with 
the emotional shit. So I would, and then like I mean, at the end, for whatever reason, he like he had he grows the bond with this kid because the kid has a knack for learning how animals speak. Yeah, which doesn't make sense at no, all. It doesn't like? Are you telling me it's that easy? Yeah, like come on, serious. So, yeah, it's just kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like the story. It's just kind of like yeah, some things. Exactly, it's just kind of like yeah, exactly skips over some like major things that you could have dived really far into, and it would have been great. Mm-hmm. I think the the progression, the arc is pretty good. It's just there are like parts of the arc that are just missing, so that brings it down for me. Where are you at? I don't even know if I would even go fresh. Serious? I don't know. I'd say it's fresh. Just the development of the character. Like, if... And, like I said, yes, it does skip some parts. So, yeah, it's it's fairly low for me. But I think this is one of the higher grades for me. Alright, what are you thinking? For me, I'm sitting at, like, a 77... Not quite 75, not quite 80. Actually, no, I'm sitting at 75. Okay, I was going to say, I can give you 75. <laughs> and I just talked myself down. <laughs> I can give I you 75. 75. Yeah. I was going to say, 77 is a little high there, bud. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, <laughs> I hate when I talk myself down. <laughs> well, I find funny is when you first saw this, like, you're like, yeah, you know, like, I more so agree with, like, the critic score, or not the critic score, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. But then when I saw it a couple days later, and I said, like, oh, yeah, I did really not like that, he's like, yeah, after sitting on it for a couple days, I'd have to agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, initially, when I walked out, I was just like, this wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And then it just gets worse and worse yeah. the more you think about it. And you're just like, ooh. Yeah. All right, effects. This is where the movie kind of falls apart. Yeah, the animals did not look great. Yeah, they looked very rubbery. Yes. And a lot of the scenery did too. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of it. <sighs> Shit. Okay. I'm looking back at some of our other scores. It was better than Cats. Yes, I I definitely agree with that. It was much better than Cats. So I'd say it's above 50. I agree. It's not... It's not above 80. Maybe like in, like... I'm thinking (sighs) mid to low 70s. Because, like, some of the stuff they did was really good. Yeah. Like, the whale... That, that like, that drugged the it. ship looked really good. Yeah, that did. It's just, like, some of, like, the polar bear. He looked a little, like, funky. Uh, the dog, w- he looked okay. It's just some of the bigger animals looked weird. So. I'm at, like, a 71. 71? If I'm going, I'd be a bit above, uh, like, 73. Because I'm not quite 75. So 72? Yeah, I can give you that. Alright, next up, music. 
the only thing I remember from music was the Sia song that played at the end, which I actually liked. Yeah, the music wasn't anything special. It wasn't. And that's the only, like you said, that's the only thing that popped out because that actually was written specifically for this movie. Yeah, but the Sia song, I, I'll give you that. That one was pretty good. So, six? Yeah, I'll give you six. You think it may be like five? No, just because the Sia song, I think it saves it a little bit. I give it a six. Fair enough. All right, next up, costumes. No, we're pretty good, actually. They were really good. I really liked what uh, Doolittle wore, especially the hat. That was a pretty cool hat. And the disguises? Yeah. Pretty that, good. That was pretty cool. Antonio Banderas' costume was cool. Yeah, that that was pretty damn cool. So that one is actually pretty high. Yeah, I would agree. Did you say like seven or eight? Um, I'll give it seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go seven. Not quite eight, because we gave Jumanji the next level an eight. Oh, yeah. And I think it those costumes were better. Yes, I agree. So, so seven. Yeah, seven. All right. And then our final... Like a personal grade for this movie, and this is, it's just been slowly declining for me. So for me, I started when I came out of the theaters. I was sitting about like a seventy-three. Okay. As I started thinking about it more and more, I think I'm down to like a sixty-eight. That's about what I'm at right now. Really? It's, yeah, D plus. So. Yeah. Yeah. 68. All right. And that concludes this breakdown. So our final grade for Doolittle is a D plus. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it deserves it. <laughs> That's what our personal grade was. And it just, yeah. Bam. The The story is just. It's rough. Yeah, it, it falls apart. It does really bad. And the writing's not much better. Nope. The acting somewhat saves it, but not that much. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It's not even... It, I mean, we had higher grades. Yeah. The music wasn't anything special. Nope. The costumes were pr- were pretty good. The costumes were pretty solid. The effects were not top-notch. Like, honestly, I feel... It's 2020. I feel that CGI animals should be practically perfect on screen. Like, they should look as realistic as if there was an actual dog or cat. Well, I wasn't expecting, like, Lion King levels of realism. All right, fair. I was expecting just a little bit more than just, like, rubber. (laughs) I'm not going to make that joke. (laughs) I'm going to be good this episode. (sighs) Okay, looking at it, I think the character development score is the only one I disagree with. I think... Like, would you put it higher? No. Lower, really? I would put it lower. I mean, we... Where were you at? Uh, I was, like, barely fresh. Barely fresh? Yeah, like, like a 63? I wouldn't quite give it 63. Okay, what would you give it? I'd probably put it like 66. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. So we're going, we're doing something we haven't done before. 
So we are adjusting our grade. <laughs> Which, it doesn't change the, the final grade. It doesn't change the final grade. Damn it. It's still sitting at a D plus. Uh, it's now, it, it was sitting at a 68%. Now it is sitting at a 67%. Okay. So sixty-seven point three. Which, where's the cutoff for? The... Ooh, it is barely making D plus. <laughs> what did uh? So I know we gave cats a D plus, right? Yeah. What's the percentage on cats? The percentage on cats is sixty-six. So that's barely a D plus too, right? Yeah. So for a D, it's anything higher than. A six or anything lower than sixty three is a D. Oh, okay. So anything, so sixty, sixty six is a D plus. Okay. So this is actually above cats. I disagree with that, but that's just that's just me personally. Yeah, and the the reason I think so, and that's surprising, dude. Like. I mean, I, like, I, I if know, you I, look at this, yeah, most of our grades. So, like, if you compare this to to cats, we gave cats a higher music grade, a higher character development grade, higher acting grade, a higher writing grade, and a higher story grade. What killed it was the effects. Oh uh, yeah, that's what murdered that movie. What did we give the effects on that one? Thirty one. Yeah, it still deserves that. Yeah, and then we gave it a lower costumes grade, too. Okay. And we also gave it just, uh, like, a higher personal grade, which it, we averaged our our grades yeah. out to. And it came to, like, an 80. So, yeah, we gave it a higher in most categories. But Doolittle still beat it. Doolittle still... It, so... Doolittle barely beat it. Barely. Okay. So, yeah, it beat it by 1.2%. Okay, personally, I, I want to know, which did you like better, Cats or Doolittle? Honestly, I like Doolittle better. Okay. I but liked Cats I, better, I, but... I kind of... Are you going to buy Cats? Yes. I, I'm probably going to watch that one again. Okay. And just to, just to see if how much i enjoy that now that i know a little bit more about cats yeah and like have actually like watched all the (laughs) the videos that that shy sent us from friday night movies um yeah i i kind of want to watch it again with that new information what's funny like i'm like so obsessed with this musical now that uh i found like they were doing this thing and I wish I would have seen this earlier. Walmart had a uh, display that had Universal DVDs, and one of them was the commemorative edition of the classic uh, Cats musical. Ooh! So I picked it up for five eighty eight, which is really good because it goes for like ten bucks and up everywhere else. But it includes a Doolittle coaster. <laughs> of, isn't Plimpton the ostrich? Plimpton, I think. Yeah. Um, and then it includes a $5 movie ticket to see Doolittle. Doolittle. I'm like, son of a bitch. Please go see us. <laughs> I could have paid nothing to see it, damn it. 
Uh, so I'm like, I'm like asking my sister, I'm like, hey, if you want to see Doolittle, please take this free movie ticket off my hands. <laughs> uh, Alright, so like we said, this is a D-plus movie, so it is higher than Cats, barely. Uh, it's low, or it's, or no, it's lower than, yeah, it's, Doolittle is higher than Cats. It is higher than Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, good. Um, is Fifty Shades movie? our lowest movie? Yep. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and then it's lower than everything else. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a lot of D movies. I know, we don't. We have done like a few recently. So the last one we did was Cats, okay. and then... Fifty Shades of Grey before that. Uh, okay. The rest has been like we've gotten a lot more. Like when we first started this system, it was a lot of B's and A's. Yeah. Now, like, and then we started, or and then we got called out by Victor for being too nice to movies after Shazam. Oh, yeah, and then that. we started getting meaner, and so it started. It went like to A's, then to B's, and then like we started giving them like C's, and then our lowest. Yeah, now we're like in like C D like area. <laughs> it's kind of like how my report card looked in school. <laughs> started off as A's Same. and B's, started lowering it down to B's and C's, and then kind of got to the point of C's and D's. <laughs> Your mom wanted to kill you, right? Oh, you know it. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, this concludes this. This show, uh, breakdown. So, if you like this episode and want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. You can also check out all of our content on YouTube. Uh, new videos will be headed your way shortly. Uh, we have a new video. Oh, it's not new. You already released no, it. No, yeah, posted a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so we have a video on on our channel where we went hunting uh, for pop figures. So go check that one out. Yeah. Um, if so, yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Albros. We are on Twitter and Instagram at the Albros. Uh, you can email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com or Fill out a form on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. If you have a movie you want us to break down, a showdown idea, want to give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on, uh, yeah, email us, message us on social media, whatever you can to contact us. We'll seriously take anyone. We're uh, that desperate. We are that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. So, yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. Next week, we have a couple things that we're going to do, or we're going to try and do. Uh, so, it just kind of depends on how uh, finding a guest is. What it's Finding a guest is going to decide what we do. Yes. Um, and it's also dependent on who we get that decides what we do as well. So it's kind of like we have two options. We're going to do a showdown or we're going to do a Dreamcast. And depending on who the guest is, it's two different types of showdowns. <laughs> uh, so even we're guessing. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so your guess is as good as ours. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So with that, we will catch you guys next week. Until then, I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. This has been the All Bros Podcast. This is so long, homies. Oh, oh my gosh. Bad. I didn't have Herbert in me, okay?